You're listening to the Lessons in Real Estate Show, sponsored by Mission First Capital, bringing real estate investment deals for active duty and veteran investors. Your host, Anthony Pinto, searched land, air, and sea to find military investors just like you investing in multifamily and commercial real estate, both active duty and veterans. Hear their stories, learn their lessons, and be inspired by the obstacles they have overcome on their path to financial freedom. Whether you are overseas or stationed at home, if you want to get started as a military real estate investor, this is the show for you. And now your host, Anthony Pinto. I'm so excited to have you guys here today on the revamped new and improved version of the Lessons in Real Estate show. I wanted to refocus on my mission here in life uh, with this podcast, and that is to help teach and inspire 1 million military members and veterans to achieve financial freedom through real estate. And as a part of the March to a Million campaign, my call is to show you the path to freedom of time and money, whether you intend to stay in for 20 years or get out next year. And so listen to the stories of fellow military members and investors just like you struggling, overcoming, and achieving success in multifamily real estate, and even some of them doing it while active duty, and really dig into their lessons learned, as well as their failures on their path to success. Uh, But you came here for the show, so let's get to it. Hey, learners, and welcome to another edition of the Lessons in Real Estate show. I'm your host, Anthony Pinto, and today we're bringing you another PCI Teaches, and this is part five of our multi-part series on underwriting. And uh, the past few episodes, we've been talking about kind of the baseline of knowledge of the type of documents you would need, how to break down a T12 and a rent roll, and uh, how to use it, or what kinds of deal analyzers are out there, and uh, you know which ones would be good for you. So now we're going to be talking about kind of a quick episode here of a quick analysis that you can do um, that is going to be probably extremely useful for you when you have, you know, uh, tens or uh, hundreds of units coming your or uh, hundreds of deals coming your way uh, through brokers or off market deals or just in your inbox. So, um, you know, this underwriting process to really underwrite a deal takes quite a bit of time. And there's a lot of research that goes into it. And even experienced guys who've been doing this over and over again, may take multiple hours to underwrite one particular property uh, as detailed as they, they would need to. So to mitigate that, you know, we have something called a 10 minute uh, SDA or the 10 minute offer so that you can evaluate a, a property you know, just like I said, is within 10 minutes and save yourself a lot of time and really just kind of get the baseline. Hey, um, you know, boom, boom, boom. These are the details I need. Is Does this even make sense for me? Does this purchase price even make sense to me? Or am I way off on the marker? So just to save your time, uh, you save you time going through and evaluating the deal and all that, you know, the details on it to just realize that, you know, your offer, the price that you're trying to put in doesn't need, you know, doesn't make sense or, um, you know, um, the, the price, the property is way overpriced, whatever that is. Um, but this gives you a quick kind of down and dirty on a yes, uh, go, you know, your go or no go criteria. Yes, this works for me. I know this doesn't work for me. So you, you don't waste your time, uh, you know, evaluating a property and deep underwriting when it doesn't necessarily need it. So let's get into the 10 minute offer. So 
you know, the details or the information you need for this is all going to be provided by uh, either the rent roll or the T12. Um, but you can also uh, get some of a lot of these details from, you know, the, oh, the um, uh, marketing package, if they have one or the OM or the offering memorandum, uh, if that's provided by a broker, but really baseline information you need for this is from the rent roll in or and or the T12. So the first piece of information you're going to need is what the potential annual income is going to be. So that's going to be uh, what your actual uh, total income is is coming in. So let's just call it a uh, million dollars. So million dollar gross potential annual income uh, baseline uh, amount of uh, income coming in. And then you take away uh, what your economic and physical vacancy is. So um, a typical rule of thumb I like to use uh, really before COVID, and it still stands pretty well, you may even want to go more conservative on it, is a set 10% economic and physical vacancy. So um, a lot of people are being much more conservative on their underwriting uh, when it comes to this economic and physical vacancy. And Really, I would use the higher of the two numbers, either the your thumb rule uh, that you're using of 10% or whatever the actual physical and, and or uh, economic vacancy is for that property. So if the property is showing a, you know, an economic vacancy of 15%, I would go and use that. If it's showing 10% or, you know, 5%, I would go with the 10%. So anyway, so we're going to take the uh, use the 10% rule. So our million dollars times uh, 10% is $100,000. So really our net annual income minus the uh, vacancies is actually 900,000, right? All right, so now that we have our net annual income or, or uh, gross annual income, if you wanna call it that, let's look uh, at the annual expense rate. So a uh, typical rule of thumb for that uh, on multifamily, and this is going to change if you're talking self-storage, other types of commercial real estate like um, you know, mobile home parks, retail, things of that nature. But for multifamily, 50% is a pretty good rule of thumb when you're uh, initially evaluating in a uh, OPR operating expense ratio or annual expense ratio uh, or annual expense rate, however you, what whatever term you want to use. But really, it's just what is the percentage of your expenses to what your income is. So, um, we're looking at 900,000 is our uh, annual income coming in and we'll just use a 50% rule of thumb. And again, this is going to like, just like we do with vacancy, use a higher of the two numbers. So if the property is actually showing, you know, a 60% expense rate or expense ratio, then use that one. If it's showing a 35%, then I would stick with uh, your uh, 50%. Rule of thumb. So let's assume that uh, we have a 50% expense ratio. And so our 900,000 now becomes 450,000 based off of taking off 50% of that. And now our net operating income is now uh, 450,000. So if you're tracking the, the math going on here, all we're doing is just solving for what our net operating income is or our NOI. And your net operating income is just your uh, annual income coming in, uh, which is taken into account vacancy, minus your expenses. So income minus expenses gets your net operating income. And so we're sitting at an NOI of $450,000. Pretty round numbers there. And then the last bit of information you need is what is your market cap rate? 
And this is kind of a um, sticky number uh, for a lot of people. Uh, more so over the past few years, this has become extremely inflated and it's really hard to um, to pick a good number for this. Uh, but there's a couple ways that you can do this. One, you can pick it out from the marketing package, which I would caution against doing that because you're probably going to get a uh, contracted inflated number. Uh, you can also ask the broker, which if there's a seller broker, they have an incentive to use a much smaller cap rate. Um, my best bet for you and best advice for you is to uh, know the market well enough that you have some other brokers that have, you know, that have, don't have a conflict of interest with the property to, to give you a a, a cap rate. You can also talk with other buyers in the area uh, or other sellers in the area who have looked at properties before and can kind of give you a pretty good um, idea of what the cap rate is for that area. And if you go back a few, uh, a couple months ago, we did a PCI teaches on cap rate and how to actually evaluate that, how to actually go about finding it, what it actually even means. Um, but the cap rates are really going to change neighborhood by neighborhood. So if you are trying to buy a class A property in a class A neighborhood, your cap rate is going to be much different than if you're trying to buy a class D property in a class D neighborhood, you know, maybe even two streets away. So this cap rate is, uh, is a kind of a very nuanced and specific number depending on, on neighborhoods, but Overall, you can use a market cap rate for that particular area. So let's say that you're trying to buy in, uh, let's just call it uh, Kansas City. And Kansas City overall has a cap rate, uh, let's say 6%, which probably isn't too far off from the truth as an overall market cap rate. So let's say that your market cap rate is sitting at 6% uh, with an NOI of 450000 we're taking, uh, we're trying to figure out what the offer price should be or what we should offer um, in comparison to the selling price. And that price is really just gonna be your NOI divided by what the cap rate is. So um, again, if you're tracking equations here, offer price is NOI divided by cap rate. And you can use that same equation to figure out what cap rate is overall in the area or to figure out what your NOI should be um, to get a certain purchase price, you know, later down the track, once you actually purchase the property. But anyways, for our intent and purpose for this 10 minute offer, our offer price is NOI divided by cap rate. So we're taking an NOI of 450,000 and dividing it by a cap rate of 6% gives us an offer price of $7.5 million, which is quite a bit of chunk of money there. So now, what do we do with that? Well, we can look at what the uh, the OM or what the broker's saying for like the whisper price or, you know, what we've kind of been talking with the seller uh, with uh, for numbers. If you are doing this deal as off market and you can say, hey, this is my offer price. You know, it initially only makes sense to offer a purchase price of seven point five million. If the asking price or the seller's price or whisper price is actually ten million well, you're pretty far off from the mark. And, um, you know, is it even worth your time to continue evaluating that? You can push, put in an initial offer and say, hey, broker or hey, seller, I'm willing to offer $7.5 million for this property. If it doesn't work for you, then, you know, we'll kind of leave it. But if they decide, yeah, you know, 
I have had this on the market for a year or two years and nothing's really happened with it. Uh, no one's bought, um, you know, no one's biting on that hook. Then maybe they'll accept your offer, but you never know until you actually put in the offer. But that is kind of the overall premise of this 10 minute offer is like, Hey, you know, we're going to take the income that's coming in minus any vacancies. We're going to take the ex, uh, expenses uh, ratio um, and use a conservative number there to figure out what our NOI is and using the market cap rate or what we think the market cap rate is, we can determine the offer price. And then, then you compare that to what the asking price is for the property and see if you're way off the mark or if you are pretty close and you should evaluate, um, you know, do a deeper underwriting of that property. So with that, that is a 10 minute offer. And uh, next week we'll get into more assumptions, assuming that this 10 minute offer worked out and just like, yes, this price is close to what the asking price is or what I think I would offer on this property. Let's dig in a little bit more. So with that, I'll catch you guys next time on our part six of our under uh, multi-part underwriting series here where we talk about assumptions for underwriting. Until then, I'll catch you guys later on the Lessons in Real Estate Show. Thanks for listening. If you are a military investor and found this episode of the Lessons in Real Estate Show packed with great information, tell your friends and leave a five-star rating on your listening platform. Every comment is read and appreciated. Don't forget to check out our weekly episodes of PCI Teaches, brought to you by Pinto Capital Investments. Learn about basic and advanced topics in real estate investing. Catch updates on Anthony's journey through learn and teach segments. And listen to the tales of other military investors and real estate professionals every week. We'll catch you next time on the Lessons in Real Estate show.